When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hey, welcome to the Ask Women podcast where we get real advice straight from the source. Uh, it's Marnie and uh, Carney. It is Marnie I and Carney. Our I, names rhyme and everyone's like, you should say Marnie and Carney. I think we should moving forward. Oh, I, I have catchy. to tell you, you were away for the past couple of weeks and I am horrible at introducing the show. It's I, awkward. No matter I, people on TV and hosts, they make it look so natural. And I was just watching the Oscars, of course, this weekend, pretending in my mind that I was there. Right. And um, they just are so natural and so this is normal. But when you're doing it, it feels so foreign. Yeah. It feels like you're speaking another language. Well, actually, what, our guest for today is a very experienced host. host who has actually I think she's been at the Oscars and the Golden Globes all those things and even mm-hmm. when I watch her she's just like so natural but I wonder if she also has in a, your head insecurity Samantha Gusta can I do an Gusta. intro for you guys yes, for the show because yes. it's a really excitable yes. intro okay because pump do it there are guests up it's Marnie and Carney and Samantha <laughs> for the Ask <laughs> Women podcast Woo! see, see? Yeah. I want to listen to that show I was very excited to listen yeah. to what she had to say that was very yeah. good Samantha Yay. That was awesome. Thanks, well, thank guys. you for being on our show. Thanks for uh, having me. Yeah, you're you're wonderful. You know, you're a friend of mine from Toronto, but you're also a very talented host and actress and producer. And super you pretty. Do, and super pretty. Oh, and you guys. do a lot of shit. You do a lot <laughs> of stuff. You work for nylon. I do. You do comedy stuff. You do a lot. Mm-hmm. You do a lot of stuff. And you're also a woman, which is I great. I am a woman. Yes. And you're going to help us educate the men who are listening to the show. I'm a woman who dated men. You did date men. Well, mm-hmm. I have a, I have a quick little um, announcement before we move on to you know our discussion for the day and answering questions from listeners. Um, but I I have been listening to other podcasts recently, and a lot of them are in the dating and relationship realm. And this uh, one podcast that I've been listening to, I don't want to promote them because I don't want anybody else going to listen to other shows, obviously. But they did something really interesting where they did a 10-part series where uh, the experts on the show actually coached one individual every episode for those 10 episodes. And it was like a week apart. We tried to do that a little bit. We had the one guy in. And oh, then yeah. I think we flamed out on it. No, I think he didn't you know follow we're up. Like, we're like we're like a shooting star. Yeah. We like flame out super fast. <laughs> we have good ideas. It takes like light years for us to actually do it, and yeah. then we do it, and it's just like there and gone. Right. So that's exactly it's how we are. Yeah, that's but how the whole world is. Okay. Well, it. here's the wish that I'm going to make. The wish is that we have somebody who's listening to this show who preferably would live in Los Angeles if they could be live in studio, um, but if not, somebody that could commit to being on our show for five consecutive weeks, and I think that's what we didn't do last time because the guy that was on our oh show, it's the same person every week it would be the same oh, okay. person thought, every single week i thought you meant the no no, no. we're gonna we're gonna coach him through week. the process and we're gonna give him exercises assignments we're gonna give him female feedback from our guests from our male guests that are on as well or other experts that are on the show whoever's on that week we're going to give that guy every tool that he needs to be extremely successful with women and then in the week between 
Each or just episode, moderately not terrible. Right, exactly. Exa- that's, mm-hmm. that's all you can aim for in the very beginning, right? But in that week between, that guy has to go out and be proactive, and I'll be there to coach him through that process through my email coaching program and also talking on the phone. And then... He'll, he'll, he'll be amazing by the end of our five weeks. So anyway, my point is that I want one of you who are listening to our show to be that guy. Again, preferably, I would love if you live in Los Angeles, you could be live in the studio with us at Playboy Radio. But we are open to anybody who is willing to commit five weeks of their life to changing their lives with women. Yeah. Do it. Do okay. It. So write into ask at ask women podcast and the title or the subject title of the email you're writing to is help a brother out. Even if you're an only child, you right, can still exactly. use that. <laughs> yeah. So it's great. <laughs> exactly. Okay. So and now, actually, I'm sorry, before yeah. you go into that, I want to just say thank you because I was thinking about it um, because I've been asking people to donate to my oh, yeah. Go Go campaign. And I thought it would be really rude if I just kept asking and then never said thank you on the air. <laughs> yeah. I did write people emails saying thank you, but I just wanted to say on the air, thank you for donating to everyone who has Do you raise donated. your money? Um, I'm... I, I'm only asking for $2,500 and I'm at like $1,500 or like That's amazing. getting there, getting there. And I still have about a month to go. How many people from the show contributed? Um, I would say probably like 15. That's amazing. Yeah. So that's awesome. So I just wanted to say thank you so much to everyone who has donated. And it's funny because um, I knew it was people from the show who started donating because it was like Virgin Islands, uh, <laughs> the UK, like Germany. It was all of a sudden the... Right. That's where the, the world donations was coming came together from, to give you money. Just like Los Angeles. Oh, that's awesome. So thank you so much. It's so awesome. Uh, and I appreciate it so much. And I just want to say, still keep doing it because yes, I still have a thousand dollars to go. And um, we have a lot of listeners. So if you guys like donated, if everyone just donated one dollar, I would be there by now. You'd be short by twenty dollars. I'm just kidding. <laughs> yeah. no, we have a lot of listeners. I'd be short by a hundred dollars. So please, 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 please. If you've enjoyed me on the show or if you can help a sister out. Uh, yeah. that'd be awesome and I do have siblings so I can't say that exactly and thank you so much one other thing I I recently asked for our numbers uh, through Playboy I'm pretty shocked at how many people listen to us like yeah. there's a lot yeah like, it's people, weird like, don't be what? shocked you're good <laughs> I, I mean we're good but like it's just so interesting to me that people tune in every week uh, and yeah, it absolutely makes, I'm sure both of us feel amazing that people want to hear what we have to say. Yeah, it's awesome. So here's something that I have to say. So I, I have been reading, um, I'm sorry. This, I have to what? give my link to donate. Oh to. yeah. Go, go, go. It's igg.com forward slash. <laughs> it's a nine, seven, four. It ex- is. It, they give oh, you the God, worst what link. Is, that's horrible. This is like, like the code to get onto my internet at my house. Yeah. Can I make a pretty link for you so that we can say wingromethod.com slash. Sure. Christian yes. money. Okay, so because I'm going to say that. It's weird. If I could redo it, I would probably go to a different website because yeah. this is the closest they would give me to like... <laughs> Exclamation. Yeah, it is. So igg.com, that's Indiegogo. Yeah. igg.com forward slash at forward slash... Uh, I forgot what it is. Just go to my it's- winggirlmethod.com slash give Kristen money. How okay, about that? That's and perfect. I will make a link All for right, you. Awesome. Winggirlmethod.com slash give Kristen money. K R I S T E N. Yes. Oh, shoot. One more announcement. In two weeks, we have Howie Mandel coming on the show. 
Um, and it's awesome. Gonna be awesome. I mean, not that you're not awesome. You are absolutely yeah, but amazing. Come on, you're we Canadian all know too. Howie Mandel's kind of a cooler Canadian than I am right oh, yeah, now. So many Canadians, and, and we lot. have his trainer coming on, a sh- on our show too separately, which is weird and random and not yeah. planned at all. So interesting. Yeah. All the worlds are coming together. Okay, so we're gonna dive into content now for this show. So I've been reading this book from one of our guests who came on our show. Um, I'm a slow reader, obviously, because this guest was on our show probably six months ago when we were still at Sideshow. But I, I picked it up um, last night, and I thought it was interesting. Uh, the book is Attract and Seduce, a four-step system for attracting beautiful women, high-caliber women, and becoming the most interesting guy in the room by Byron Seingalt. Um Do you remember who that was? No. They were the two guys who worked with Neil Strauss who came in. Uh, I, the guy, they, uh, big, he had a big like bun on oh, top of his bun. head. Oh, man bun. That's not really the, the real bun. name. Yes. No, it's a, it's a fake name. It's two so guys. Yeah. yeah, so I've been reading. So I wanted to, to read a little excerpt, excerpt, excerpt from yeah. um, the book, and then I wanted to talk about it. Because I think that like what they're talking about in this book, a lot of points are amazing, and I'm sure I'll read several points over the next coming weeks. But one point I wanted to bring up is about um, identity storytelling. Have you ever heard that before? Never no. heard of that. Okay, well... I always ask Kristen about like, you know, how do you tell stories and how can you be funny? And, you know, sometimes it it is really difficult to tell somebody how you do something that comes so naturally coming uh, coming from you. So this is like an easy way to think about storytelling and why it's so important when you're talking with women. So I'm just going to read it to you. Identity storytelling is a technique in which you share your own authentic insights, experiences, opinions, and learning in an emotional way that makes you interesting, intriguing, and entertaining. You might think, but I'm not interesting. I don't have anything interesting to say. Wrong. Even when someone has never experienced anything exciting, they can still have insights and wisdom about life. Let me explain. Identity stories can be anything. Your hobbies, the places you visited, events in your life, your job, your friends, your preferences, your goals, anything. So the point of this is saying that like you may think I'm not interesting. I have nothing to talk to women about. Even if we're meeting for the first time, I don't even know where to start. But what this is saying is that Anything can be made interesting. It's how you think about it and how you talk about it and how you express that to the individuals around you. So now I'm going to teach you about how to express your stories in a way. Yeah. Well, cool. I'm, I always relate things on our show Seinfeld. to Seinfeld. And this uh, reminds me of a scene where George talks about um, the word manure. And <laughs> I remember that. I know the scene. And he's like, ta- he, he finds the word manure to be like a great word. He's like, it's, it's ma and newer. Yeah. Ma's are great. And so is newer. And he's like expressing it in such a positive, happy way. Of course, she like all of a sudden on their, they're on a walk and yeah. she's like, oh, you know what? I got a, I got this watch from my boyfriend or something. And she had never mentioned her boyfriend before. And that's because right. he was so happy and expressive about the word manure. But it's all about the way you talk about something. But this didn't work for him. Why it are you bringing up well, this example? Because, because you can make something interesting. And right. he thought he was making, he was like, he was like, I was, you know, talking and making <laughs> something cool and it was all about the word manure but he was using that technique but that's it, good it to know that work, from, from shit you can make something exactly. interesting right manure i like it okay so <laughs> the identity storytelling exercise so this is something that everybody can do and even like for us i think it's a good thing to remember i, I think that i think Kristen does this really naturally and i think you do too sam actually um here is a three-step exercise called identity storytelling that will help you learn to express your identity while simultaneously learning basic storytelling structure 
Three steps to storytelling, uh, to telling an identity story. Number one, start at the beginning. Think about a topic that you'll want to talk about. What you're going to say and practice by introducing your stories with a feeling and an experience of preference. Here are some examples. The most interesting adventure I ever went on was. My favorite band is. The most influential person I ever met was. My favorite bar is. The movie I love the most is. Okay, so these are just like cool topics that may mean something to you. They're not super exciting topics, but they're ways to start a conversation about things that are common to other people and things that can be personal for you. I feel like movies are always a great conversation yeah. starter because it always gives you an insight into like someone's personality too. For sure. Because yeah. someone could be like, my favorite movie was Zoolander and someone else could be like, my favorite movie was Pride and Prejudice. And you're going to get totally two different personality types yeah. whose favorite movie is Zoolander and whose favorite movie is like Pride and Prejudice. Yeah. And oh, someone yeah, definitely. hated one of those movies Ooh. passionately or something like that, all of a sudden you can start some sort of banter at least. Yeah. Like, for example, um, just now I was in coming down in my building and I live on the fourth floor and my below neighbor is of course on the third floor because I can count yeah. and <laughs> he has had a couple issues with the noise that we make it's not us it's the building it's a shitty building we're just walking yeah. anyway the elevator stopped on three and I'm always like oh don't be my neighbor don't be my neighbor <laughs> and it's him and we happened to be at the movie theater the other day with he was there and I was like, oh, shoot, we're probably going to see the same movie because we were right. there at the same time. And of course we were. And of course we were in the same row. And I'm like, oh, geez. Um. And we were both seeing Hail, Hail Caesar because I'm I'm a Christian. I can't say Jesus. Oh, really? Um, well, I always say Jesus. Oh, I never even noticed that. Well, Something new to learn about you. Yeah, I don't. Hashtag Jesus. Yeah, I always I say Jesus. Jew. It's I have great. No idea. It's yeah. awesome. Yeah. I can't say the Lord's name in vain. I didn't know that. Um, well, sometimes I do when I'm angry. But uh, anyway, <laughs> definitely say it in vain. So in the elevator just now, he was like, so what do you think about Hail Caesar? And I really liked it. Some I did he, not see it. Some people didn't like it at all. It got mixed reviews. And he was like, oh, I didn't really like it. And it was like, oh, here we go. I'm like another thing we're going to clash <laughs> right. on. And it, it, at least it got us talking in the elevator. So yeah. it was an awkward silence. Yeah, for sure. And so it's like you never know what's going to start a conversation. Yeah. And the thing is, is that you might hear something interesting from the person who you may not like for right. X, Y, and Z. But right. you may hear something that you can relate to or can Right. Because he was like, oh, the earlier Cohen Brothers stuff was better. Yeah. And, and I, like, I yes, like all Cohen Brothers stuff. So I'm like, yeah, I like the Cohen Brothers. So you might find a common ground. Oh, I want to yeah. see that movie. I forgot. That it banter. That it's can a banter. Ease, it's like an icebreaker, right? Yeah. yeah. Just because you connect with somebody doesn't mean you have to agree on every single totally. thing. It's actually better. If you don't agree, there's more interest. Obviously, you want to have similar right. values. But it's boring if you're like, that was good. Yeah, yes, that, that was, was good. Yeah, exactly. Conversation ends. Yeah, exactly. It's completely over. Okay, so number two, lead their emotions when telling the story. Here's the only thing you need to remember about identity storytelling. Don't talk about your story technically, and this is where a lot of men have difficulty, and I see this quite often with guys that I work with. Talk about it as an experience and include the emotions it evoked. Let's assume you like a band Metallica. Don't say to a woman, my favorite band is Metallica because I love the lyrics and I think the guitarist is awesome. Okay? Can, I, can you tell me why that's not good? Like what? Well, there's not much to go on there. It's yeah. like, okay, you know, the guitarist like what else? is awesome and I like the lyrics. I would want to know if they have a favorite song and what the lyrics make them feel. 
um, maybe they had a memory of a certain concert mm-hmm. and it evoked again like some fun night and that turns into a story. Yeah. Something like that where you have somewhere to go and you get more insight into their personality as opposed to just like the technical, which right. is what. Well, you know, when it's okay, so if you were talking dry. to a guy, too dry, and there's, there's nothing end. there. Yeah. There's completely dead, dead end. end. There's nowhere to go with that conversation unless the woman then takes the lead and says, what did you like about the guitarist? Tell me more about you, stranger, who I do not have any interest in so far. Right. So it becomes really challenging for women because they don't know where to go with it. Like most women, I would say, would look at you and be like, and? Like, yeah. Continue if you want to finish what you're saying. Right. Okay. So this says, why is this bad? Because it doesn't explore your identity or create any emotional response. In this example, I'm selling you the band and not myself. So basically, anybody could say those right. things. Right. They, they mean nothing. You know, all three of us could say that exact same statement. Um, by reading, especially uh, if you're going to say the band Metallica, then I'm going to think, "Oh, are you angry? <laughs> right, yeah, exactly. You, know, you got to give some substance. You, have you to been it? hurt? It, yeah. yeah, is your brain hurt in a mosh pit? At some <laughs> yeah. point, you know. <laughs> at least explain that right. then. Like right. when, oh, when I was like moshing in the pit. Like I love the fact that it, I could feel it through my body. I killed Whenever. a guy once in a mosh pit. Right, like something. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. By reading it, you learn very little about me. In seduction, you're selling yourself. In identity storytelling, you are expressing your identity with every word and action. Instead, say something like this: My favorite band is Metallica because listening to them inspired me to pick up the guitar and start playing. And that that's something that that's you can comment cool. on. That's cool. Exactly. Like, that's like, oh, what do you play on guitar? How long have you played for? That's a conversation yeah, starter. It helps move conversation along. So they're, they're tiny little tweaks. But so when in conversation with women, if you can think of it as um, not talking about your story technically, but talking about it as an experience and include emotions it evoked. So really asking yourself the why behind why you made that statement. Okay, why do you like Metallica? And that really gets your brain to automatically go into a place where you can elaborate and explain why you have that thought or those feelings. And some of those emotions are naturally going to come out of you anyway. If you ask yourself, why in your head so in this example the band uh inspired you to do something the woman learns at least two things about you you play guitar you were inspired by metallica and the third thing she learns is that you have some passion behind you yeah and you're an interesting person okay so number three is end and that you take action and you take action absolutely that you did something with that it made something happen within you Super sexy. Number three, end the story. You need to make sure every story you tell has an end because all stories do. All good stories do. An end gives the woman you are talking to the feeling like it's her turn to speak and promotes conversation. So practice mm-hmm. ending your story similarly to the way you started them. So you typically, I say ask, so you want to open it up by asking a question. But I actually like this example of um, of like ways to end the conversation without having a question. So here are some examples. Let and, me let me just oh, cut in real yeah, quick. Yeah, yeah. So I just was um, visiting some family in Utah, and my aunt um, is in her 50s, and she's divorced. She's been a divorce for about five years, and she's just starting to date again, and she's super fun and cute, and like um, she reminds me of – I don't, I don't know who she reminds me of, but she's really fun. And she almost reminds me of a gay guy. And I looked at David. I'm like, hey, hey. He's because, like, I'll be your gay guy. Because she's super talkative. She's got like a little attitude and she's playful and fun and she can be spunky and she has a good sense of humor and she's just super fun. I love her to death. And she's starting to go on these dates and she was like, you know what I noticed? She was like, none of the guys, she's like, all the guys think the dates are great. She's like, because they're talking the entire time Mm -hmm. and none of them ask me questions about myself. And she's like, and it's so frustrating. And um, 
So she's like, I'm not going on second dates with any of them because she's like, I feel like they're, I'm just there as like a sounding board so they can feel great about themselves. And she's like, I don't feel seen by any of these guys. And most of the guys she's going out with are like also divorced yeah. or like widowed or right. something. You'd think they would learn after being divorced that right. that's one of the biggest issues that right. happens in a lot of relationships. And so she's kind of seeing this one guy and somewhat, and I think she's just seeing it because she's bored and she's attracted to him. She finds him like somewhat sexy. Um... And she, but she showed me his text messages and this is a huge thing, um, that, you know, they won't have a future if he continues on this rate. And basically she showed me his text messages and she's like, he does not respond to anything I say. He responds with all the same things basically. So, um, she, he just jumps to the next conversation as yes. opposed to responding so to what's been the, said. The equivalent of not listening on text. Yeah. He, yeah. He, and I don't know <laughs> or, if he or, thinks he's... Or showing you're not listening, where you may be taking in the information. But Yes, just, because yeah, she yeah. she tested him afterwards saying, did you hear what I said? So basically... <laughs> he's scrolling back through his text. I'm like, yes, you <laughs> yeah. said this. Yeah. So like she had said, oh my... She tried to open up and say, like, here's what I think or here's something I find interesting because he's like super into his his toys and like what he (laughs) likes. And so she's responding to all of it. But then she's like, here's something about me. And she sent him like a picture of this like really cool stormy sky with like the moon. And she's like, oh, look at the sky. It's like, you know, really stormy and crazy looking and neat. (laughs) And he didn't respond. (sighs) And he's like about to go like out on like a motorcycle ride or something like that. And then she's like, oh, cool. And then she sent him a picture of me and my aunt, her sister, who were both coming to town. And she's like, excuse my voice. Um, And she's like, "Um, my family's coming to town. My niece is coming in from California. And my aunt, or I'm sorry, my sister's coming in. And we're going to do this and that and this and that. And he was like, "Um, have a great night. I'll talk to you in the morning. Didn't acknowledge acknowledge anything. And so so she showed me all these texts. And then she said, um, like the next day, she's like, did you get my text about the picture of the sky and he was like yeah i did i hope it didn't storm or something like that <laughs> so it's like it's really strange yeah. and it's like a gap but she said she's gone on like 10 dates and it's been with like every single guy mm-hmm. well that's how that's how a lot of men speak to each other they talk in statements yeah. right they talk they talk in logic they're exchanging information so they can collect information about their experiences that they're having it's I, not yeah. there's there's no there's no biological need for them to be able to have like emotional uh enhanced conversations. I mean nowadays it is it is happening uh or it is more needed because you know in order for them to procreate they have to be able to have this type of conversation right. with women. Um but yeah, a lot of men don't don't know how to do this. So I think this is a great point. So so can you tell guys I saw it what said to her could to, do. I said to her to just be straight and honest and say, "Hey, you're not responding to anything I'm saying. Yeah, I like you. I think you're fun. I want to hear what you think about what I say. That's really what it is. Yeah, and you just yeah. have to be forward and honest and and yeah. like point it out because he probably has no idea. Well, but what what are we looking for? Like, what are women looking for in that situation? What kind of response would we like? So I have an- another example that I have is a girlfriend who uh, a guy admitted that after the first date he was so nervous he had been divorced and she had never been married and they went on a date and she said for the two hours he just talked about himself nonstop, didn't ask her one question and she's a very forward you know speak her mind kind of girl so at the end of the date he was like this was great we should do this again she goes yeah and maybe next time you'll ask me a yes, question that's about what myself. she that's what yeah. she said her line was gonna be yeah and i was like that's perfect it was great and yeah. you know he laughed and he said 
you know, I know. He goes, I was so nervous. Mm -hmm. He felt he had to like... Put on you a know, show for her. Yeah. And just, not have any silences. Yeah. Or, yeah. Like not, not let awkward silences happen and just get it all out. Like, this is me. This is me. This is me. And they ended up going on a couple more dates. It didn't work out. But he acknowledged. And I think it was helpful that she kind of playfully brought it up. But I think something guys can definitely do is it's almost like an exercise that we do in acting and listening is kind of repeat back what the woman said to acknowledge mm -hmm. and then lead it with another question. So say an example is a guy is talking to a girl. I really love the band Metallica. I like the guitar player. It right. taught me, you know, it inspired me to play guitar. guitar. Yeah. So then he could go on and say, how about you? Do you have a favorite band? Do you play an instrument that, and then if a girl answers back, then he can like That's repeat cool. what she said <laughs> And then, you Add know, sort of it. continue it. Imagine it almost like it would be interesting if guys could imagine a, a date like a tennis match. Yeah. You know, you have to just sort of ping pong back and forth when it feels natural and not, you know, dominate the conversation because. Well, if, if, if you're, you're picturing tennis, basically she's hitting a serve, the ball's dropping, and then you're picking a ball back up and you hit your own serve. Exactly. And then she hits it back. Well, we're like, oh, it's but we're not hoping, a rally. But we're hoping that no one's dropping it. We're hoping right. that they're having a it's nice game like, and they right. know how to play. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. So I yeah. want to I want to read these examples of how to end your story so that it can lead to further conversation. Okay. We're hoping they're Venus and Serena. Basically. Exactly. exactly. <laughs> okay, so these are ways to end the story. And that was the most exciting adventure I'd ever gone on. And that's why they're my favorite band. And that's what made Person so influential, influential to me to me and that's why name of venue is my favorite bar and that's why i was so moved by the xyz that's the basic concept also just to be clear identity stories should never come off as boasting and should not be fictional in other words don't lie live life and tell your stories i like i like what sam said better because it's I do too because that almost felt too final like and now the conversation's over and, <laughs> and like I'm gonna turn around and talk yeah yeah right. like, or if you're at a bar and you're talking to someone and that's your starter it almost feel like and that's why they're my favorite band I'd be like <laughs> I love the idea of kind of leading it to the next Flowing. thing I always find that flow of like ask them a question and turn that into a yeah. way to ask them something yeah open-ended question totally because then that keeps the conversation going yeah but I think you guys also brought up a really good point is that when she does share something with you validate validate her she does want to show that what she said was also interesting and important. She's waiting for that feedback from you. So if you don't give feedback to anything she's saying, which in her mind, she's putting who she is out there to you to see if you like her. And if you just go, uh, well, I like Metallica. Like that yeah. means that in a subconscious way, you either didn't like what she said about herself, you didn't accept it, or you didn't have a connection to what she was saying. Which is what your aunt experienced with the yeah. texting. Because if all he had to say was, wow, that's a beautiful picture. Is this something, do you like, whatever it is, do you like storms? Is something like this inspiring to you? Yeah. Or, yeah. whoa, Next that's time, exciting let's watch that your together. niece and sister are coming to town. What do you plan to do with them? Right. Anything to acknowledge that she sent it. Because then she's like, did you even get it? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Absolutely. And I find that to be a, a huge complaint with a lot of women. Um, okay, after the break which we're going to go to right now we are going to dive into overanalyze this but i wanted to give a uh, little plug for attract and seduce a four-step system for attracting beautiful high caliber women and becoming the most interesting guy in the room by byron seingalt you can get that on amazon so go to winggirlmethod.com slash amazon uh please use that link if you are going to purchase this book because then we get a little kickback it's like three cents but it's still something so go check out byron seingalt's book 
winggirlmethod.com slash Amazon, and we'll be back in a second. Playboy Radio's Play With Me. So he's like, oh, fat chicks give good blowjobs. I oh, hear yeah, this. Oh, fuck them. So it's true, it's true that we give good blowjobs. But, I mean, I guess that's individual. But Yeah, I was going to say, I like to think I give a good blowjob, too. Right, but you're not fat, so it's not as good. <laughs> I love it. Okay, wait. We'll have to set this up. We're we'll right? We'll have the same guy. We're gonna have to do that. Catch play with me right here. Playboy Radio. So Kristen and I um, wanted to do something special for you guys. We've been getting a lot of requests. Well, it's more special for ourselves, right? Exactly. But you guys were also in mind. Yeah. Well, always. You're always on our minds, and so well sometimes. <laughs> <laughs> some some guys, maybe two people, <laughs> wrote in and said, what goes on behind the scenes of the Ask Women podcast? What do you guys do before the show? What do you do after the show? What do you do during the show? They wanted to see what sleeping. actually happens. Well, on your half, yes. Mm. It depends on who's on the show, but half the time, that is very true. And so we decided, let's get a camera crew in here and show people what actually goes on behind the scenes at the Ask Women podcast. So we have done it. We've edited it. It's kind of awesome, and we also gave you a video um, of a full podcast, so you can actually see us instead of just hearing us. And the, the truth is, is that yes, it's a, it's a great behind the scenes. It's wonderful because it has jam packed with information for you, but it's also a great way to support the show uh, and keep us on the air because it's a motive for Kristen to make some extra yeah, cash. Because I'm thinking about driving yeah. for Uber. So <laughs> exactly. So she getting needs, Kristen needs some money and we need some support for the show. So I would love for you to go get a copy of the Ask Women Behind the Scenes video which gives you like 20 minutes i think of, of us behind the scenes before the show yeah it's the show, basically and- like us kind of arriving like what the studio looks like here at yeah. sideshow network yeah so it's basically us getting here uh setting up uh talking about what yeah. you know how we um uh what we discussed before the show and like grabbing coffees etc yeah super it's exciting so, stuff. it's like it's like i have no it's, idea it's basically really boring but if you're wondering like what we look like yes. sitting at microphones and talking yes and then we have the wonderful that. sex with emily uh she was on the episode that we decided to do this for so she's super cute and she talks all about sex and pleasuring a woman and uh it, it, it's you awesome you can see hand gestures which might be helpful I thought for you guys see hand jobs as well yes hand gestures of things to do that would be really yeah. helpful anyway if you want to support the show if you want to check out this behind the scenes footage of the ask women podcast go to winggirlmethod.com and slash behind the scenes winggirlmethod.com slash behind the scenes and get your copy of the behind the scenes video. Plus, I'm going to throw in a free copy of my best selling book, Get oh, Inside cool. Her. Ooh, I know, maybe cool. a couple of other books. And how much is too. this going to be? This is going to be $149. We are going to be very awesome and wonderful, and we're going to sell this for $7.99. So please support the show. Please get the behind the scenes. You get a free copy of my book, Get Inside Her. Go to winggirlmethod.com slash behind the scenes. Please, guys, I'm desperate. <laughs> Thanks, guys. Are you still having intercourse with her? Now, back to the show. You know, it's so terrible hearing your own voice. I know. I never listen to the show ever. Neither do I. Ever. And 
we have to sit through the commercials, which we never had to do before at right. Sideshow or Podcast One. And now we're in here and we actually listen to the ads and I haven't heard that behind the scenes thing yeah, before. Yeah, we sound horrible. And I'm like, oh my God, I am so annoying. <laughs> How do you guys listen to this I know, show? that was like a 20 minute commercial. <laughs> yeah, and I'm like, turn it off, turn yeah. it off. Do so you from- remember hearing your voice for the first time on like an answering machine? I'll never forget yeah. that because I was like, that's oh. what I sound like? And then you stopped talking for like a week after. Yeah. No. It was like my first time I ever seeing myself on camera. I was like, that's what I look like? Really? Oh, I think you would be like, oh yeah, that's what I look like. I know. I'd be like, damn. I was like, hey. I'm good. No, I'll, I'll I was watch like that 10, over and over I remember, again. and I was like, that's what I look like. And I remember the same thing when I heard my voice, because it's weird, because we don't hear our voice the same way that right, we that hear other people like, hear yeah. it. Right. Well, that's why I love getting laryngitis. Oh, me too. I, sound I love awesome. having hoarse voice. I'm someone different. I'm confident. Yeah. I'm like a smoker it's who stands sexy. out and has like conversations oh, yeah. with cool people. Yeah, I yeah. agree with you. Oh, so I like, love laryngitis. Same thing. Well, I think it's it, we should start listening to our show because apparently there were some sound issues on our show, so we would have caught them <laughs> before our listeners would have. And hopefully, for everybody who did write in, thank you. Um, hopefully, those things have been adjusted, and now everybody who's on the show will have. Um, I don't even know what it's called, like similar audio levels, right? Oh, David's nodding. He's like, yes, you have said that technical <laughs> term correctly. Okay, let's dive into overanalyze this where we get questions from listeners that we answer and overanalyze to death on the show because we're women and that's what we do. Mm-hmm. If you want to send in questions, write in uh, to ask at askwomenpodcast.com. Hello, Marnie, Kristen, and guests. I've been watching and subscribe to your videos on YouTube since I moved to Vegas three years ago and recently started listening to your podcast um, for about a month. There's a syphilis I, outbreak in Las Vegas, by the way. Is Lovely. there? Which is not, which is like, and the sky is blue. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. And what else is there? You're like, obviously, that's what yeah. should be happening. Yeah. But, surprise, but by the it. way, be careful. Yeah. So <laughs> thank you for that. <laughs> You're welcome. Health alert. Um, any more? Anywhere else? Well, I would just assume Las Vegas, Florida. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Have you seen the signs? I don't know why this is like interesting. Yes, for Tinder? It's like Tinder. Basically, uh, syphilis. Yeah, mm-hmm. I was like, I don't understand the ad. Am I like the wrong demographic? I don't know. What's They're ha- saying like, if you use Tinder, you you're will get going syphilis. to get an STD. Yeah, I'm surprised there's no lawsuit or something by Tinder that they can't. <laughs> sure, there's got to there be or something is in some way, but that would yeah. probably bring them more attention. So I was yeah. so confused. Thing. I was like, is this Tinder advertising? <laughs> so they like Tinder <laughs> syphilis, or the, is it more get like it a, both not just dates? You get Woo! STDs as well. Absolutely I've fun. Seen the signs everywhere. I was like. I was like, well, this is at least I'm noticing there's, there's it. There's one on the way here when I drive up yeah. um, Highland. Huh. I see it. And it's like, it says Tinder equals gonorrhea. Exactly. I think that's exactly. Yeah. I'm like, whoa, that sounds fun. Wow. Um, Ma newer. Ma newer. So, sounds great. Maybe Bumble's posting See how it. we can turn these things into exciting conversations. Yeah, that we're it is engaged probably in. Bumble, Coffee probably Meets Bumble. Bagel. It's all the other ones. Yeah. <laughs> Those are like soft STDs, though. Yeah. Like Coffee Meets Bagel would ones. be like, like a cold sore. Yeah. Right. The softer cold sores. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. The, yes, exactly. Okay, I have had a lot of success here in dating, and I've been on more dates than I can remember thanks to you. Tinder has been very successful. Uh, apparently not for some people. Um, <laughs> however, I carry very low expectations with women and dating out here as far as relationships. Okay, I, good attitude, I guess. Um, I went on a date the 1st of September. Uh-oh, sorry. We got so long. It took so long to get to this. Uh, with a girl from Tinder. She was totally my type. Same height as me. Tall, lean, athletic. She was your Vol- type? The same height as you? I've never heard a guy say, <laughs> yeah. totally my type, same height. <laughs> same <laughs> build. <laughs> same chest size. You, your penis. <laughs> same height as me. Saggy balls. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Perfect Giant <for> me. ovaries. <laughs> 
<laughs> I've literally never heard same height ever used by a guy saying my type. <laughs> never, that, ever, ever. That is funny. Okay. Tall, lean, athletic, volleyball player with cute dimples and a great smile. She's very down to earth and hilarious. She's also my age, divorced with no kids. Her marriage barely lasted two years. We always have such a good time together and we poke fun at each other a lot. We still see each other today. This never happens to me, mostly because the previous women I've lacked um, interest. Two occasions they lacked interest or I just don't stick around long enough to give them a chance. This girl hooked me. We've already had sex almost a dozen times and it was great. I've never been more turned on and attracted to someone in my life. Now all sorts of insecurities are coming up. She has a, a, a way more prestigious job than me making anywhere from eighty dollars to $100,000 more than me. I'm a tour guide and get paid well, but I put in way more hours than her for less. She has been away on business for two weeks. She's a pharmaceutical sales rep and is gone four days a week. I talk about her a lot to my brother, friends, financial advisor. Parents. It's a tour guide with a financial advisor. Yeah, good for you. Good for you. I like it. He's like making plans for the future. That's a good thing. The first week she texted me often, and now they're less frequent. The last real text she sent me after not texting all day was thinking about you. Good night. The next day we exchanged a couple of pics of us of what we were doing, and that was it. I'm also I'm always cautious about making sure the texts are balanced and almost treat it like a game of tennis. Oh, look at this. Oh, wow. Interesting. Hey, Full apropos. Yes. We would go in a couple of days at a time without texting, and then we did it just uh, – and then – when we did, it was just for uh, just a few words. To make matters even worse, I miss her and I was sad when she wasn't around. I'm never like this and I'm afraid that I'm getting myself up for or setting myself up for a world of hurt. I even pray and ask God for a miracle to undo these feelings because I'm not happy being this way. I get that. Like if you've never experienced that. Oh, yeah. Yeah. You're just like, ah, go away. Stop feeling this way. Mm -hmm. It feels burdensome in that I like her way more than she likes me. It's been two months. What the heck should I do? Is this unhealthy? And should I break this off before it gets more painful? Or should I listen to my brother who thinks this is the best thing that ever happened to me? I've attached a few pics of what we look like in hopes that my questions get overanalyzed. I think it's always nice to put a face to in the email since you're the only ones that see it anyway wrong up on my website <laughs> i appreciate what you two do and i find your podcast information extremely helpful thank you so much ben weaver i didn't attach the pics but oh, i looked at them what a tease because they're big freaking files that i have to put into a word document but i wrote pics look happy <laughs> so they like, Ooh, there's a lot there that was my note they looked good with each there. other they were holding each other close they were face to face were the they, pictures, were like, they good looking yeah they were cute okay. they were like a, a very cute people same height <laughs> yes same height same build same yeah. penis exactly no but they they looked good with one another they looked happy it didn't look like a, like a, a forced or fake um picture where she was trying to say like get me out of this picture i don't want to do this it, yeah. it looked sincere and genuine and real well i don't know why he thinks that she likes him less than he does it's i i picked up on something right away what? so sh- her type of job pharmaceutical sales i know a lot of girls that do this they usually are very attractive girls. Uh-huh. Um, your job is to go and have dinners and drinks and schmooze with like attractive male doctors right, and right. successful, you know, it's usually with doctors. So right away is insecurity is she makes more than him. Boom. One yeah. insecurity. Yeah. She's going to be now going for drinks and dinners in these different locations as with part of her job more money, with men more who make more money than him because they are going to be making more money than her. Mm-hmm. And when you're gone half the week, because pharmaceutical sales, you are on the road at least four yeah. days a week. I think it can bring up insecurities in a couple that's been together for a long time. Yeah, so for definitely. a new relationship, I understand starting off from this point, you have to be really secure with each other. 
lots of it. I have a lot of things to say, but I think one of them is it's something he should definitely like talk about with her right away. If he likes her and he feels comfortable, this is something he should address because I think there's a way to make him feel more secure in the relationship. And that could just mean talking maybe more, not texting, things like that. Mm-hmm. So what what would be a way for him to bring up this conversation without mm-hmm. him becoming, because this is probably without his fear. He's like, if her I off. bring this up, yeah, I'm going to yeah. scare her off. I'm going to be too needy. I'm going to be too mushy. So now I'm just going to let her take the lead and text me when she wants to interact. Yeah, but that's going to make him more insecure. Because yeah. remember, when you're traveling, you're busy. She's out at night having drinks and dinners probably comes home and it's tired and just wants to send a text because the last thing you want to do when you're like traveling and tired and busy and working is get on the phone when you're the one home you're you have more time to think about it you're missing that person it's hard mm-hmm. i think without being like pushy or kind of like creepy guy there's a way to talk to her that's flattering to her doesn't make him seem pushy and what is that way so i would bring it up if i was him and say you know, I've been really enjoying hanging out with you. Make it casual. I've been having so much fun with you. I really enjoy hanging out and I miss you when you're away. I would love to, instead of sending texts, maybe like we can FaceTime or Skype or have like a quick phone conversation. It's just like, I miss hearing your voice without making it sound like, you know, I'm afraid I'm losing you. Right. Make it a positive thing and make it like flattering to her Mm -hmm. because I think women love being flattered and if you make it position it that way she's not going to be like oh my god he likes me too much it'll be like wow he thinks I'm awesome and wants to talk to me more yeah no matter what she is sleeping with you you're enjoying your time together and if you were to put something out there like first you have to decide what it is that you would like more of or what it is that you want that will help uh make you more settled on what the two of you have um and then you can communicate that to her and if she just says yeah i can't do that yeah i I don't like you enough i can't do that then at least you know exactly right you have to you you have to like cut out the fluff and be clear on what you want and then express it to the person and you have to um have the confidence in the fact that she's going to feel the same way as you or if she's not she's going to tell you and then you're going to cut ties and then you move on afterwards Mm -hmm. i do think he should have a little so i mean i i totally understand the part of him making less money and her spending time with more prestigious people yeah but i think he should feel a little bit more confident in the fact that she seems like she does like him she's choosing you because she's choosing you she's sending you a text saying i miss you and and all that kind of stuff so i think he should go into it with a positive outlook that she does like him at least yeah and so not to feel so f- fatalist or something like that in the beginning yeah. that she's going to reject him or not want him. No, so I, when he I, approaches I her, I think he should approach with a little bit of hopefulness. Yeah. So I, I agree with your friend as well. I agree with Christian. I agree with Sam. Yeah. Um, you, you should definitely not cut this off. The only reason you'd be cutting it off is because these feelings are too overwhelming for you. His own fears. To handle. Yeah. yeah. So yeah. You, you have to be able to talk yourself off of that ledge. And his brother's right. I mean, how often do you come across someone that you're so into yeah. that you're having all these feelings? It's not the worst thing that happened to you. It's the best it's thing that good, happened yeah. to you. And yeah. what happens a lot of times when people do go away, you start to like – exaggerate what you're feeling for that person because That's your true. mind goes a little bit crazy. So that, an exercise that really helps me get out of is my look head. look at pictures of much more attractive right, people. Right, exactly. So you realize, eh, she's not that great. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that actually works as well. You can do that. But keeping yourself busy too, right? If she's yeah. gone for four days like, and he has time on his hands, if he mm-hmm. does, go to the gym. Go, it sounds exactly. like he plays volleyball. Go play volleyball. Go out with friends for drinks or dinner. Like, Remember there's social. life beyond her. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, exactly. And that instills confidence too, right? Mm-hmm. I would say if you're not fully committed to each other, like there's, there's no harm in going out and flirting with other girls exactly. and seeing like you are equally 
as, as, as valuable. valuable. Yeah. I actually agree with that because harmlessly going out and flirting and talking to other girls will boost his confidence. Yeah. And that will make him feel like, all right. Okay. Other I girls. got options too. Exactly. Yeah. You're, where you're not just so fixated on this one person. It's a Good great answer. Point. I'm Totes. sorry I didn't have the pictures, but you know what? I did put another question in that did have pictures. So I'll look for that one. But there's, they, they were so big, these damn pictures. Okay. Hold on. It was about a guy being bald. Oh. Or balding. Ooh, okay, I see here. a picture. Yeah. He's cute. Okay. Afternoon. Although I would like to keep this short, it will probably turn out to be a long... Uh, Is this the bald guy? Uh, well, he's not bald. Okay, so listen. So I, turn, I just turned 26 and I have not had a date or talked to a woman uh, with the intention of dating or anything sexual within this time. My last breakup really killed me and lost every. I lost every ounce of confidence I had. Yes, very mm-hmm. pathetic, especially for that long to allow it to keep me down. About nine months ago, I, I decided to try and step out of my shell and become out, uh, a going, do my hair, dress nicer, read self-help books, and um, in the attempt to finally break my dry spell. But I, I can't speak. But I encountered a now even greater problem that has kept me down even more. I saw when attempting to do my hair, uh, the front somewhat wait thin there was some parts that were thin in a recession of the uh, of the temple so i decided to be proactive and go to the doctor i got on finest it's a hair growing product finisteride i don't know a a product to to make your hair thicker which is supposed to help maintain thicken or possibly regrow some hair in certain cases Mm. but since i have been on it now about eight months my hair has thinned and thinned and shed a lot oh no stop taking it then if it's having an an opposite effect well sometimes if you stop taking it then it can get even worse i've heard oh Oh, god because then your body becomes like you know fixated on it that's like it needs it and then once it lets go it just I don't know. That's but don't heard. you think that it's having like a negative effect? It sounds like, like his like body it. isn't responding properly or to it. Or stress. Think that, yeah. Yeah, or stress about like constantly looking at your hair yeah. every single day. Yeah. Um, there are some reports um, that shed is supposed to happen supposedly, but it seems my hair has not stopped falling out and continue Aww. to thin massively nine months um, until now. Aww. I now have no volume and can barely do anything with my hair. I have become even more self-conscious and afraid to approach a girl more than ever before. I feel in a few months, if this continues, I'm going to have to shave my head. Oh, and guys. this frightens me so much. I question what girl in their right mind will want to be a 26-year-old balding or bald man when there are others um, <laughs> who without a doubt are better looking because they have their hair. I have heard from a few girls that hair doesn't matter and similar sayings, but this is not uh, comforting (laughs) and seems more of a, you'll be okay saying I have a decent job, college educated, work out, play ice hockey, read a lot. So I am not a bum by no means, but also not naive. You can't get to know someone's personality without an attraction to one's outer feature self. Um, feature first. So how silly am I to think my chances would even stay the same if I can overcome this issue? If I am, say, a six with hair, I would surely drop to a four without hair. This doesn't help. I will include some picks for reference if needed. But all in all, being mid-20, bald or balding, would girls care? Thanks. Jay Smigs. He's well, cute, right? A pick. Will you turn yeah, around? Come, come oh, over he's here. Super come cute. walk over here. He's super Aww. cute. His hair doesn't look that look it's a small there. Pit. That's not like a bald picture. Sam Samantha. See, she just said he's so, he's so cute. cute. He's I so I know. Cute. I want this guy to listening. Okay, you're not a six. He's like a. I, I hate putting numbers. He's attractive. Yeah, he's, attra- he's, he's like attractive. He's like an eight and a half, and he would be attractive without hair. Yeah, he yeah, would. exactly. He could pull off if he had. So here's. To. Like a but I'm a girl who has actually known guys who lost their all their hair, and they were. 
like some guys are actually more attractive. Yeah, I find, but they're I not that's... fighting the like. Ooh, I'm sort of balding. Yeah, like when they just shave it. it off and own it. But look, what do you think he's balding? Yeah, this is like a full head of hair. Yes, the, 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 it's an weird it shape. is going up. I mean, he's yeah. brushing it that way. Oh, okay. But like, it is. You know, what is it called? Widow's <laughs> peaks. Like, no, yeah. not widow's peaks. What is? It he looks like he's doing the like the John Travolta from Grease thing, where he yeah. pulls down the center like curl. Wait, let's see. He's trying to show again. you his power alleys. Is that what they're called? I don't know. Ah, I've never heard. My of husband it. calls them power alleys, but yeah, that yeah. may just like be a like his way alley. of boosting his confidence about them. But I will say this, and I hope my husband is not listening to this. Um, he okay, has I'm re- sorry, but if a bald guy saw this picture, he'd be like, like, Fuck he you. would literally be like, "F off! You have tons of hair." <laughs> I'm not exaggerating. Whatever his name is, he has more hair than me. He's got tons. Of, that's like if that was on my vagina. <laughs> It would be down to my toes. <laughs> like that's a lot. It's a of lot hair. of hair. I know this he, guy is obviously an issue that is. He's like paranoid. you know people Dating. have issues, and it's like this is like his thing. Yeah, a hundred percent. Like I, I'm, I'm guessing thought, he had a lot more hair before, and his hair was like a nice thing that he liked. My husband was all about his hair before. He had like these amazing curls, and he's been really upset that he's had to cut it down really short and continuing to shave it even shorter. His hair was his thing before, and it, and I I see him every single day, like looking in the mirror. My at his hair too, and by the way. Pictures, really, Ron it's a has thing. Good hair. He's in the mirror every day. I see it. He's like looking, and he, he's he's looking at all guys, pictures to see right. if it's receding. Yeah. It's like an obsession. Yeah. So I think it's guys share this. I would be afraid too, to be honest with you. It's like if if women, like when they started aging, lost part of their face or something, <laughs> and it was like a thing that we all had to be paranoid that like anything. eventually we lost a cheek. We'd be like, oh my god, is my cheek gone yet? Yeah, is it gone yet? Is it gone know. yet? You know, it's gonna come eventually, possibly. And I that think face is gonna fall off. I think easily we'd all be paranoid. I can see maybe how he's seeing like some of the hairs getting a little bit shorter. Or something it's just in different. A so tell me, tell me what you think about guys who are bald or losing their hair. What are, what are your thoughts? Like, is it as as horrible as uh, Jace Miggs thinks it's going to be? So my bigger concern, if I was a girl that was going to meet him, is his fixation on it, yeah. right? And how much he's putting on that physical trait. Yes, I understand when you first meet a guy. You don't get to know them as well You'll if kind you're of not go, oh, physically attracted. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. But I have never, for me, hair has never been like a thing. If someone has like nice eyes or a nice smile, build is a big thing. If yeah. someone looks like they take care of themselves and have like a healthy glow, that's always been my thing. Yeah. Um, if someone looks like they're like a schlump and like not, you know, well-dressed and well put together and kind of like... Have d- you ever talked to a guy that has a nice smile and nice eyes and then after talking to them you're like Ugh, I don't like this person um yeah of course personality is a huge thing like you could be physically attracted to someone and then once they start talking voice tone of voice even yeah. is a thing their laugh the way someone smells it's all these unknown factors that are going to attract you to somebody and I think hair is like in the big pie of things a small slice have you ever dated a bald guy I've never dated a bald guy, but you I was got married really young. I did, but I would date a bald guy and I'm actually less attracted to a guy who's fighting it. So someone who has like a receding line is a little unattractive to me as opposed to someone who just took a razor and shaved it. I think that's yeah, like, I agree with cool. that. I remember I was just going to say his name, but like I felt really horrible for um, my friend in high school who was already starting to go bald oh, when he yeah. was like 17 yeah. years there was old. Always a, like, I knew a some couple guys. of those guys. Yeah. yeah and he, he fought it for a really long time and I was like, just shave it. And yeah. he still has not shaved it. Oh. And it, I, it's just like, yeah. come on. Like it makes it look 
worse. I think I agree with you. Yes. I rather the there's so many guys who shave their head. Yeah, and like yeah. there's so many guys who are 18 who shave their head. So it's not like you know frowned upon to shave your head if you're 26. Unless you're yeah. super racist. Right. You know, like then yeah. it might be weird to shave your head right, right. away. But if this guy's <laughs> carrying this energy with him, yeah. that is going to be the thing that's going to make a girl unattracted. Because if that's right. his confidence level, yeah. really low. Um, well, you can hear in the rest of his, uh, yeah. in the way that he writes about himself. If like, he thinks he's this number and then he's going to be that number. Like he's so fixated, I think, on these like, I'm being like a yeah. Six I'm guessing these self help books are not working for you, and you might need to go check out my program, How to yes. Become a Man Women Want, so that you can actually gain real confidence. Confidence that isn't just um, short lived or uh, you know only available to you in certain moments. Yeah, that's what I hear going on. That you you don't really like yourself very much, and so you're fixating on one thing yeah. that you think may have a huge impact on women. But what's really having an impact on women is the fact that you're fixating on this one thing. Because what it does is it disconnects you. If you're in a conversation with a girl and all you're thinking is she's looking at my head, she's looking at my balls. You're not spots. even listening to her. Yeah, you're not right? listening to her, which is a huge thing we talked about in the first yeah. half of the show. You're not present. So, yeah, so shave your head if you're really that concerned about it. Although he does not need to. You shave do not his need head to shave your head. Wear a hat. Has, like there's so many. You got a full bush. On your head, <laughs> he does. He has a full bush, um, but we are going to have Howie Mandel, so we can talk to him because he used to have he big, is a sexy bald man. He's Juke a sexy girls. bald man, and now he's totally bald. Yeah, and, and he we went both said a he was sexy process. after. Yes, and, and he's sixty. Yeah, he's sixty. You would have no idea. He dresses like me. Yeah, like <laughs> you know, like like a young person a or like a young man. boy. <laughs> <laughs> so, but we can talk to him and see what the process was that he went through. Oh, for but sure, I know, that's a good idea. I know that. It's very expensive, but if it is something that really bothers you, hair plugs are mm-hmm. very, they've, they've advanced yeah. from like the nineties of when you see like staples or something in the guy's <laughs> forehead, they've advanced. They I have a friend who got them. I know someone who got they them. Good. They look great. I, you have no idea. I mean, it takes about a year for them to come in fully mm-hmm. and you kind of have, have to be. He looks great with his. Yeah. He actually has like a cool, that faux hawk style going and that's where he was actually balding. He was missing oh, really? the whole middle section. And I just saw some pictures of that, like, cool, like, yeah. longer in the middle, Beckham style thing. What, what like, do you oh, think right. about guys who get plugs? Totally cool. No, it, but really, what, like, when I you, think it's are fine. you staring at them when you, when you talk? Like, well, if, if, I you, t- if oh. you can tell, like, but like if you John know Travolta. Them as bald Jeremy, and then suddenly he walks in with a full head of hair. Well, it's not really possible, I think. I mean, of what I know about plugs, it's not like you can't go Howie Mandel and then all of a sudden have, like, a full like, head yeah. of hair. You can't do that. You have to be a candidate. So it's like you have to have hair that will grow, and it's usually guys that have thicker hair already yeah but have spots that they can fill in so it's like you're never going to go from being super 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 baldy guy like larry david could never all of a sudden have hair right that would look weird and it would look weird (laughs) (laughs) um and if it if they did it would look fake so that you have to be a candidate um and it's a process it takes a you know, you don't go from having no hair to hair. It takes like a year and a half to two years to grow in completely. Yeah. And all that kind of stuff. I mean, it's like knowing a guy did anything, right? I think we see those things as um, effeminate, right? If yeah. a guy does, has, you know, a nose job or gets hair plugs, it's like he's um, women. It's okay. We do these things to our bodies as we age. Mm-hmm. But I think we judge men for whatever it is. And I think, you know, like I know guys who have gotten different things done and... I feel if like in the first good. few moments when you see them, it's all you can think about is like, wow, you, you yeah. got clubs or, oh, wow, you got like lap band or something. But again, and then, right. and again yeah. you talk to them and it's forgotten afterwards. Exactly. Because if, they, if they're confident and look good in their own body and feel good in their own body, then they're going to like ooze confidence and that's sexy. Yeah. Yeah. I um, agree. Steve Carell has hair plugs. Um, has hair plugs? Has hair plugs. 
Uh, Matthew McConaughey has hair totally. plugs. Totally, yeah, you could tell. Daniel Tosh has hair plugs. Mm-hmm. Um, and he Brendan, shaves his head too, doesn't he? Daniel Tosh? I thought he no, just, like, he head. just has short hair. Because okay. Matthew McConaughey was fully, oh yeah, yeah, losing his hair. Power alleying. Brendan Fraser has hair plugs. Mm. Um, Jude Law has hair plugs. Um, you know, so it's like I mean, John Travolta, but his are terrible. Yeah, his um, are. Don't go Jude Law's look good then because I never would have known. But he yeah. also was getting he was that. getting he the huge widow's super, peak. Yeah, super widow's peak or not widow's peak. That, that power alley. But I'm. I mean, for me, I'm totally pro if it makes you feel better about yourself and you can do it. Fucking do it. Yeah. yeah, I mean that's my opinion. I agree. Yeah. Good place to end on. Anybody who wants to write in questions to ask uh, to uh, overanalyze this, write them into ask at askwinpodcast dot com. Um, thank you, Samantha Goodstaff, for being on our show. Thanks you are for wonderful. Tell people where they can get in touch with you and watch your amazing videos. Oh my goodness! Uh, well, you can follow me on Twitter at Goodstat G U T S T A D T. Same with Instagram. And uh, you can find me on Facebook. I post videos there, too. And I have a website, SamanthaGoodstat.com. And on YouTube, just type in Samantha Goodstat. You'll see lots of my videos. Seamless branding. There we go. It's perfect. Um, Anybody who does want to be on the show for five consecutive weeks, please write into Ask at Askman Podcast with the subject line, help a brother out. We want you in studio with us. We want you on the phone with us. And we want to change your lives with women. So please write into ask at askwinpodcast.com. Subject line, help a brother out. You guys are fantastic. You're awesome. Please download uh, new episodes of the Ask Women Podcast every Thursday at 5 p.m. Pacific or just subscribe so you don't have to do any work. We will see you guys next week. And go to wingirlmethod.com slash give Kristen money. Yes. No, give. Is that what it was? Give Give Kristen Kristen money. money. Okay, perfect. Give Kristen money. wingirlmethod.com slash give Kristen money. Bye. 